Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Grace be to you, and peace from God the Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So you and I have been talking for months now about God, this God, and my last episode I talked to you guys how he is vested in you and I, see a desired outcome because we are a part of his kingdom, and as being a part of his kingdom, he tells us that he provides for us. He's the God that heals us. He has done all these things for us. He has redeemed us from the curse. Jesus Christ, it tells us, redeemed us from the curse and everything that is of the curse. Uh, it, what is it? Poverty, if it's rebelliousness, it is everything. The Bible tells us that he redeemed us. He redeemed the soul part. And the Bible tells us that he gave us a new spirit. We have a new spirit. We have a redeemed soul. It's this body that we live in, this house that we live in, that the Bible says we war against. And so, I want to talk to you guys, encourage you guys today using Psalms 91 verse 3. And I wanted to grab a part of that and it says, Surely he shall deliver you or thee from the snare of the fowler. And it even goes in a little more. And uh, I'm going to talk to you guys about it. And because it is a two-part uh, uh, piece what that he delivered us from so that you can see that uh, he truly is vested in us and so the first part i wanted to deal with is that surely he shall deliver you and i from the snare of the fowler and so we see that he is going to deliver us from but also as we read and we'll go and look and see that he deliver us out of um from the snare of the fowler also. We are going to take a look at this particular verse and use it basically just to encourage us because there's some lot of lot of things that are happening out there. Uh, this particular verse I know for sure uh, that um, I, a lot of uh, the military use it because I have a friend of mine who is a part of the military and he tells us that they use this for a psalm of protection and it is being used uh, um, by uh, uh, men and women to protect them in their current situation. It is also a promise for us that uh, uh, you and I have to be able to use and incorporate in our life so that we can gain blessing from it that God the Father wants to give us. And I told you guys that this God is vested in us, um, is vested in use in our life so that you and I can be victorious in everything that we do as rep representative from and in this kingdom of God. It says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, that's the first half, and from the noi noisome pestilence. And uh, God works, and I've said this to you guys, he, um, he delivers us out of and from. And uh, the from part 
is, uh, you know, before we get into the situation, he will deliver us from it um, so that we don't have to experience uh, any of those pains or whatever it is that is manifested within that decision that we made or that plotting that the kingdom of darkness is doing towards you. And we're going to talk about some of that. But the other aspect of that is the second part where he's going to deliver us out of. So that you and I have already been in this mess and he promised us that uh, when we walk through the fire, we're not going to get burned. He tells us that when we walk uh, through the waters, they will not overflow us. That's actually in Isaiah 43 too. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And though the river and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. You nor shall the flame scorch you. So that's a promise that He has given to us that you and I can hold on to in the midst of our situation, so that He can deliver us out of it. And um, uh, Bible is. Uh, 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 very clear that this God that we serve wants to and is invested in the outcome that you and I um, have in our life. So let's take a, a look at these verses again, and we're going to break it up. Surely he shall deliver thee in, um, uh, from the snare of the fowler. So the snare, what is the snare of the fowler? Um, and who is the fowler? The Bible tells us that the fowler is those that are evil. It's specific in many cases. Uh, it talks about um, uh, the devices that the enemy and the kingdom of darkness uses towards and against children of God. And the other part, the other part uh, of the scripture, a noisome pestilence, is slander, slanderous words um, that they use. These are some of the things that uh, you and I are not aware of, uh, that people are plotting and they're using slanderous words. And that's the second half of Scripture, but we're going to deal, as I mentioned with you, with the snares. The snares are traps that are set, that are visible traps, actually, that are there that you may not even notice it, but it is there. And um, uh, you... Uh, God uh, uh, prevents us from that. We saw that in a story with Mordecai and Esther and his and, and her people when God, he was setting up traps with them and uh, uh, so that they would be uh, um, uh, uh, killed. Uh, the trap actually was a, a hangman gallow and everything so that people can see. And God delivered his people from the Fowler, as they said. So God wants to deliver you and take care of you. Why? Because as I mentioned to you, he's vested in you. So you and I have to come and walk by faith. This is our lifestyle. I've heard um, people talk about uh, uh, faith as if it's like a fad. It's something that's in one time and out another. How can that be when the scripture tells us and declares that we should live by faith? So it's not a fad, guys. It's really, truly not a fad. How can it be a fad when he's saying, this is how you are to live? So 
um, uh, we know that this uh, Fowler is out there because he's a part of a different kingdom. And he wants to make sure that you and I, that are a part of the kingdom of God, that number one, we don't understand who we are, we don't understand what faith does, uh, so that we will be ineffective uh, against any of uh, the plans that he is and has for us or against us. And so I've done a lot of studies about uh, faith and the enemies of faith and stuff like that, so you and I will get familiar about the devices that he uses against us, all of them, whatever it is that he comes and he brings it to us. So these people that are a part of the kingdom of darkness, the Bible tells us that they don't like us at all, and that's okay. Jesus said uh, they will pl- do all kinds of stuff to try and get to you. Uh, we know that Psalms 124 also talks about uh, Fowler. Have escaped like a bird from the Fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. So God promises us that he will make a way for us where there is no other way. And I talked to you guys about him as a provider. These people, these children of Israel, came out of Egypt after God judged all of their gods of the Egyptians and he judged their belief system. Then he brings them out and they're standing before this Red Sea and the spirit of fear hits the people and they're losing their mind. Moses comes and he goes to God and says, hey, you know, what's going on here? Um, and God says to him, lift up your hands and so forth. And it's by faith that he did what he did. And once he did it, so again, you see this thing about faith. Once he did what he did, then God made it um, uh, made it happen. There's one of my favorite movies um, with uh, uh, Mel, Mel Brooks. I love Mel Brooks movies. And uh, History of the World Part 1. And you see this scene where Moses is standing with his hands up in the air. And the sea, the sea is being parted. And uh, the people of Israel is walking through the Red Sea. And then we, there's a shot of a guy mugging um Moses uh, uh that's why he had his hands up i love that scene because it's absolutely brilliant but that's what he did Moses did by faith and what he did by faith imagine that they're standing in front of this water at this big sea and he's telling him to lift his hand up so he can you know faith is not you don't look at the natural world it doesn't exist because you're looking from a different lens so we see that god promised us in psalms 124 or 7 he says we have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare the snare has been broken and we have escaped so this is a promise that you and i ought to make sure that we are uh Call upon God so that he, uh, he said, put him in remembrance of his word. As you and I put him in remembrance of his word, he promised that he will save us from this snare of the fowler. And um, as children of God and in this kingdom, his responsibility to do this once we stand in faith. And the Bible says that God will heal us. He will make sure that we have the victory. Proverbs 6, 5 says, Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. God is going to free you from those words, those people that are, are, are coming against you. Uh, Psalms eighteen five, The cords of the grave 
coiled around me. The snares of death fronted me. But God is a God that delivers, guys. I'm telling you, Esther and her people never thought that God would, that they would be delivered. And yet, God showed up. And that very trap that was used to trap the people of Israel was a very trap that God used to judge those pe- that man that was coming against the people. And he's going to do the very same thing. Those very traps that they're trying to get you, trust me, God will use that. He don't have to go build none. He doesn't have to do anything. They're building it for him so that once they build it, then he will use that to get his, uh, uh, his victory so that they will not be able to have victory over his children and his children, his sons, because he calls the sons and, uh, uh, of God. Uh, is Ecclesiastics 9, uh, 12. Moreover, moreover, no one knows when their hour will come as fish are caught in a cruel net or birds are taken in a snare. So people are trapped by evil times that fall upon them unexpectedly. That's exactly what's going to happen on these people because they're coming against God's people. They're coming against who He is. They're coming against God Himself. It tells us in the script, He says, God takes pleasure in hurting those that come after His people. So you guys got to be very careful um, when you come against God because He is serious. He knows your weakness. He knows everything about you. He knows what will make you crack. And so you may think you know something, but my requirement that he told me, listen to how God judges you and how different he is. He says, you love your enemies because when you love them, you're actually putting coal upon their head. You're actually putting judgment upon them. They continue to behave that way. So these guys love on them, man. Love on them because it is judgment day for them. God is watching everything. He requires that you love them and stay in faith. Because once you stay in faith and confess and don't move the word of God, he will not be able, all of his promises will come to pass because Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And he said, ask anything in my name, it shall be given to you because you ask going and believing in faith. And the Bible tells us that is the substance that hope uh, hope for, evidence of things not seen. And when it's exercised, it produces fruits. Um, Psalms 10, 15, break the arm of the wicked man, call the evildoer to account for his wickedness that would not otherwise be found out. These guys are doing things that they think that they are getting away with. But God is keeping eye on those. And those are the ones that are the second half of this scripture that we're going to look at. Um, and that is about the slanderous part of it. These are the secret ones that smile at you and they love the smiling at you. And the Bible tells us that their heart is desperately wicked above all things. So we know that these people that call themselves Christians, many of them hide under that banner of Christianity, but they don't know anything about Jesus. Don't know who he is. Don't know what's his name because he tells us so. He says, they don't know me. And because they know me, he says, you're actually going to know them by their fruit. And he exposes them. So you and I have to keep an eye on what they look like by their fruit. Surely he shall deliver thee, snare of the fowler. And we read about that in Psalms 124, 7. 
we have escaped like a bird from the foul of snare. Snare has been broken and we have escaped. So now let's take a look at this second piece that we talked about, uh, the no, um, that the scripture talks about, and, and uh, take a, a deeper look into it so that we can understand what is being uh, happening and what we are going to be delivered from. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. So I explained to you guys this noisome pestilence. It's a slanderous words. It is, um, it is the stuff that they do behind your back. And, you know, they're smiling at you and uh, uh, they have evil thoughts and, and, and intention against you because you are of a different kingdom. And so uh, the, literal, the literal translation of that noisome pestilence is literally means plagues of mischiefs. So it will deliver you from plagues of mischiefs that they have designed for you. Or it, it, another translation puts it, it says, um, um, uh, various evils that they have planned. So these guys, um, the literal translation, as I said, plagues of mischiefs that they are planning for you, smiling at you and calling you all kinds of beautiful names that uh, uh, Psalms 5-9, uh, not a word from their mouth can be trusted. Hearts, a heart is filled with malice. Their throat is an open grave. With their tongue, they tell lies. That's how these people are. And a lot of them are really close to you. It was Judas that kissed Jesus. It wasn't someone outside of his circle. It's someone on the inside of your circle that is talking um, slanderous uh, words on you. Because that's the only way that the enemy can hurt you, is getting someone close to you. He's not going to bother you from someone you don't know or really don't care about, because that's not going to hurt you. So why would he even bother? This guy knows how to uh, uh, come at you. He came at Jesus. He came at Jesus and using the same uh, uh, um, you know, uh, Psalms to come at Jesus, and Jesus uh, uh, used it to, to uh, um, defeat him. But he's so ignorant of the word. He knows the word, but he's ignorant of it in the sense of the revelation of it. This psalm that he quoted, the enemy quoted to Jesus Christ, is a psalm of protection against him and his demons. So it tells you that he's ignorant. He don't even know what he's talking about. I'm talking about Lucifer. But his kids, the Bible tells us that these people now are slanderous words. They are various um uh, types of evil, evil, plagues of mischiefs, their tongue, uh, that's a beautiful psalms, a word from their th mouth can be trusted, their heart is filled with malice, their throat is an open grave, with their tongue they tell lies. Be careful of who is around you, it is always a close person, because they are the only ones that will come and try and trap you. Um, First Timothy puts it this way for you and I, 3.7, it says he, uh, about uh, choosing people of God. He must be of a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. So this is how you and I should be, uh, people of good reputation. We ought to love people and behave as the children of God, not to worry because, and judge not. 
it's not our responsibility to judge. God says he will uh, take care of that. That's his responsibility. And so that you and I ought not to do that, ought not to behave that way. And so, um, as I mentioned to you, the fact that we are loving them is also judging them. And so God is going to take care of these people. He says, break arm of the wicked man, all the evildoers to account for his wickedness that would not otherwise be found out. So these guys think that they're doing something in secret, but the Bible tells us God finds them out. He knows their heart, tells us in the book of Hebrew that he knows the intent. He knows exactly why they're doing what they're doing. They may come and try and uh, speak nice words to us when they busted. He knows the intent of the heart, and he exposes that stuff. And it's evil, the scripture tells us. It tells us that their, their mouth is like an open grave, a grave with a rotten uh, corpse um, and all of these things. So be careful of people around you. You have to learn to discern. Let the Spirit of God uh, give you discernment. Because even Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, had someone, he had a Judas in his, in his crew. So if he had a Judas in his crew, there's one in yours. So uh, you have to be aware of it. And he knew who he was. Jesus told him uh, when he was uh, the last meal, the last supper, he told him, he said, go do what you got to do. And his disciples didn't know what he was talking about. But Jesus knew um, what he had to do. And uh, he went and he, he did it. So uh, be careful of those that are around you. And the Bible tells us that God is vested, he's invested in you guys. Um, he is the one that provided the, the, all your needs, man. Needed, uh, uh, we needed Jesus and he provided Jesus for us. We needed a lamb. And he told, um, he told, uh, Abraham, don't kill the, the lamb. I've provided one. And, uh, he gave Jesus Christ, his son, for God so loved the world that he gave his son. He gave the sacrifice that we needed. Of this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. So God is vested in your outcome of your life. And the Bible tells us that He is going to fight your battle. And I wanted to show you guys in Psalms 91 that there's a group of people, surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. He knows that they're out there trying to come at you, trying to come at your reputation, trying to come to destroy you. But it tells you in the scriptures, it says in the word of God, we have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. Bring the word of God. Let him remind him of it for those people that are coming after you, those people that are coming after you, uh, plagues of mischiefs, those people that are coming with noise, noisome pestilence, the ones that are just talking um, and slanderous behavior towards you. God is your God. Leave it to Him. Leave it to Him. Let Him judge them. Love them. And in your loving them, the Scripture says you are heaping coal upon their head. Even your love for them God is looking at it. You are in right standing with God as you do that, but they are also in the standing that he said they would be. It would be heaping cold on 
their heads. The Bible says, He shall deliver you and I from and every slanderous word. He will deliver us from evil and from slanderous words. He will deliver us from the noisome pestilence. This is all the garbage that they're going to be talking about you. All the non-truth. It hurts. Of course it hurts. But keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes focused on Him. Remember that you are to love your enemies, God said. Love your enemies. And as you love your enemies, He will take care of the rest. Um, your loving them is a way to judge them. So don't, the minute you begin to judge them, have come out and you will be brutalized by the enemy, by the fowler, because he's, he has a right. Uh, you've stepped out from under the protection of God and you're stepping out to do yours. He says, judge not, least you shall be judged. So do not move. Love these people, don't matter what they say, because you've got to remember what God says, you know, in his word. He said that he has delivered you. He says, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. We have escaped like the bird from the fowler's snare. Snare has been broken. We have escaped. You and I are not promised to be slain by these guys. It says in the word of God that we are free from his, uh, from the fowler's and we are escaping from it. And the Bible tells us that God, uh, from those noise, uh, noisome pestilence, that he has taken care of us as well, and that he has freed us from this thing. He says, trust them. Not a word from their mouth can be trusted. Heart is filled with malice. Their throat is an open grave. With their tongue, they tell lies. God is your Father. Go to Him. Jesus is your Lord. Go to Him. The Holy Spirit is here to help you to make all things known to you. Go to Him. These We have angels at our disposal. Are not all angels ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those? On we command angels to get things done. We have faith at our service. The Bible tells us that faith is here to do our bidding. We have grace. You know, boldly before the throne of grace whereby you may find grace, help in your time of need. We have grace. Grace is the influence. God the Father divinely influenced the heart of the wicked man to bring what you are asking. We have all the power in our life as sons of God. God has promised to protect you and I because sometimes we get ourselves into trouble. But He's here to deliver us from and he's here to deliver us out of. Um, and he delivers you from, you do not enter into the problem. He sees it, and it, through because of his mercies, not uh, he delivered you from it, so that it, you don't go through any of that pain and the hurt. But for those that are already in it and caught in it, he says he will deliver us out of it. And he will deliver us from these people. He'll, he's going to deliver us from uh, uh, the, the slanderous aspect of it. He's going to deliver us also from the traps that they set.
And I have, I have testimonies, countless testimonies of that, where people came at me and God delivered me from the traps that they set up. Um, I don't even have the time to tell you how many times people try that when I was in the corporate world. So many times I hear um, the military, the guys in the military says, you got my, my six God got your six. God is on their case. He knows their heart. He knows every single thing that they're planning. These people think they're getting away with something. When they go down to sleep, it tells us that God, our Father, does not sleep. He doesn't slumber. He's on the case day and night, 24 hours a day. He has angels taking notes of everything they say and do. Every day plan. He has someone taking notes on them. Guess what? He's going to use the very thing to judge them. He's going to bring them up and say, what were you thinking? And then the Bible tells us that he will use the same plan, the same things that they are using to try and destroy you or me. He's going to use the very same uh, tools to crush them and to cause them to fall. Why these people have to understand that God is a just God. He's also a God that will take vengeance on people that come after his kids. Tells us in the scripture, takes pleasure coming after those people that come after his children. Do you understand that? The Bible tells us that God takes pleasure in doing this. So buckle up, put on your faith, put on the whole armor of faith. All oh, that's a, a picture of a Roman soldier dressed for war. Put on your armor. Don't give the enemy any place to come in and learn to be defensive. Learn the enemies of your faith. The Bible tells us he studies us. He knows the sin that easily besets us because he's been studying you and I from the time he hit this planet, from the time we were born. He studied us. And we began to study him once we become born again. And the Bible says once we start obtaining knowledge, my people are uh, uh, perish for lack of knowledge. But it also says my people uh, uh, are victorious because of, of uh, knowing things, knowing, uh, having the, the knowledge of. So I am excited to just want to encourage you guys. Psalms 91. Again, this is, I know the military use this as the psalm of protection. A lot of the priests and pastors and, and teachers, they pray this over these guys when they go into battle, into warfare. And there's countless of stories of men and women within the armed forces can testify about the power of Psalms 91. Talk to them, talk to them, and they'll tell you that uh, many, many miracles happen when we call upon God. Psalms 91 verses 3 is for us, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence, those words that they're talking behind our back. God is for you. Scripture says, if God be for you, who in this world or any other world come against you? And they don't understand that they are coming after God when they come after me. It's just not personal. If someone came after my children, it's like coming after me. You know, that's how it is, man. And so this world, the kingdom of darkness, these people in the kingdom of darkness, don't understand God. 
because the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 11, it says, this is what they did to these people that God entrusted the world with, all these men and women of faith. He says that they subdued kingdom, they did all that stuff. They saw, that, they saw them in half, they tortured them, they did a whole litany of other things that they did to them. And God looked and says, they didn't deserve those people. And so they thought, and they still think that they got the victory. But there is a day coming, the Bible says, that they're going to have an account of every thought that they ever did, every action they ever did against the Son of God. Man, oh man, this is some serious stuff. God said he'll judge them here because he says there's nothing that is done in secret that will not be, and it will be exposed. How many of times you and I have done, try to sneak things and do things in the darkness, and then it opens up and people find out because the scripture says, nothing that is done in dark will ever stay there. Nothing ever. So uh, you and I, uh, God is invested in you. He said he will, he will protect you, deliver you from, and deliver you out of. And so I want to encourage you, uh, my brothers and sisters, and uh, that uh, God is invested in you, is invested in everything that you do, every outcome in your life. The Bible says, thus shall live by faith, and we walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.